Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. Honestly, I'm just starting this podcast, so Eric, my camera guy, doesn't kill me because I've been dicking around for about a minute now. Anyways, we'll be serious now. Welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. It's the last week in February, and February has been all about the self. We mean self-love, self-worth, you know, really riding on that feeling of Valentine's, you know, is all about love. And so I decided we should focus on the self, really self-love, because that's, I think, the underlying thing. But saying self-love makes me low-key want to vomit. It's kind of gross. I think it's gross because it's been coined like a meme, not really because like it's actually a gross concept. It's just, it's become overused and things that are overused make me feel cringy. Okay. But point being, we've been focused on the self this month you know, being a little selfish and uh, putting yourself first is really what I have wanted the underlying tone of February to be. Honestly, I felt like this was an important topic to cover because selfishly, it's not something I'm great at. Um, But what does that actually look like? The self-love, selfish, self-worth thing? Like I said, I'm not the best of it. I've often forgotten uh, how to take care of myself. You know, overcommitting myself, burning out, partying too hard, not sleeping enough. But in reflection, uh, that is just, that's too much for me. And, you know, it has caused me to really burn out. And the type of burnout I'm talking about isn't really like, oh, like I've been working so hard. Like I just know I need to stop because I'm burning out. No, I do this really dumb thing where I overwork myself so hard. I think I'm better than everyone else because I'm working so fucking hard. And I'm like, look at me doing so much amazing work, blah, blah, blah. Like I can crush it. Like I'm untouchable. Like I'm all those self-help books, key term for like untouchable. Like, and then I get to the crash and burn part of burnout, not just like a light Kindle. I'm talking like a harsh, harsh, harsh burnout. Um, and the worst part is like, I could have probably prevented the burnout if I had just stopped a little ahead of time. Um, and just kept not doing the exact behaviors that led me to this place of deep, deep forest fire burnout. And, you know, I found that when I get to this place, I am insanely riddled with anxiety. I have myself, negative self-talk is horrible. Um, And if I prevent that from happening with self-love and self-worth and um, focusing on maybe me, maybe that won't happen. So through this month, I have, you know, had guests on talking about this and, you know, how to actually respect your energy. Now, what would it actually look like if for all of the people who are burning themselves to a crisp actually stopped and, um, took the time to care about themselves, you know, put their life jacket on first. And I have to say, I've been trying to do it this month and I am so grounded. It's ridiculous. Um, I don't know if ridiculous is the right term there, but I, I definitely feel more grounded, like, because I've been taking more time off. So my that feeling, that vibe of like actually not great crippling anxiety because I'm handling too much is really lessened. So here are some simple changes that I recommend to take 
to being selfish. Also, little note here. When I say selfish, self, I've talked about this. Selfish gets a really negative rap. Like you're being a selfish friend. That's not what I mean. I mean, taking time to take care of yourself so you can put the life vest on first to help others or to do whatever you need to do in life. So back to the list. Here are some simple changes I'm making to be selfish. Okay. I'm trying to work out most every day. I want to say I'm trying to work out every day, but that would be a fucking lie. Um, just being consistent and getting a little bit of movement. I think, especially in LA, when there's a million big, big workout classes and you know people are extremely fucking fit, you can go to those workout classes, pay at least $30 all the time. And like, you kind of give yourself that like pat on the back. Like I worked out, I worked out really hard too. And once you are in a place where your life is really, really busy, you're not going to make it to that workout class. There's just no way. Also, maybe you don't want to spend $30 every time you work out at a crazy, cool, bougie LA class. Not hating on them because I still fucking love them, but like, you're just not going to be able to get there all the time. So getting a little consistent movement, that being going for a walk. Um, I've started answering emails when I walk. I'm still looking. I'm not getting hit by the cars. I don't walk on busy streets. Um, you know, you just want to make sure you're getting some kind of movement. And then also like, I will literally work out for 20 minutes. Like I, that's not like a great accomplishment, but I'm doing it consistently. And that's really helpful. You know, I wake up at like, Mm, usually around seven and like, it's always like a drag. Cause I'm like, if I didn't work out, I could probably sleep later, but I want to work out because the consistency is helping me feel it. And sometimes I don't get out of bed till like seven 15 because I'm like even seven 30 because, um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like, Oh, I could just lay in bed a little bit longer instead of working out. But I found that a little light workout, no matter how hard or how unhard you go is better than no workout. So whatever it is, walk, light YouTube workout at home, whatever. If you can make it to that class before your day, it's very beneficial. But the thing that I'm trying to get at here is the consistency of taking care of the self by working out in whatever little capacity for small increments of time consistently is more important than making it to that one really cool bougie hit class that you paid $45,000 for, whatever. Um, that's my point there. And like, that's being selfish. Like you're taking that little time to care for yourself. Um, something else I have implemented. Oh, he sounds so cool and influencer when I say that, but whatever. Um, I'm trying to meditate every morning, no longer than 10 minutes. I like meditation. I feel like everybody's fucking talking about it. Everybody's always talking about it. Like it's so good for you. It really is though. But like, I don't believe in the whole lie down on the floor, take 30 minutes to meditate shit. When I say I'm meditating every day, I literally grab my phone and I pull up the same two YouTube videos I watch every day. And sometimes in that 15 minutes when I first wake up and I can't get out of bed, I just like plug my AirPods in so I don't wake up my boyfriend and just listen to it to wake me up. I'm not kidding you. And I count that as meditation. Then also sometimes like I will make it into the other room and just lie on the floor and just turn it on and lay there and wake up and listen to it. Or like today, for instance, like I was kind of in a rush to get out the door because I had to go get a COVID test and go to a doctor's appointment, whatever. And 
I was like, oh, I don't really have time to take that extra 10 minutes. And I was like, but I do have to shower for 10 minutes. So why don't I just play it when I'm showering? And that really, I don't know. I'm not even fully paying attention to it every time. What I'm saying is there's not one size fits all for meditation. It's not that just lay there every second. I think just even having like that relaxing music and grounding sound going in the background, however you can fit it in, goes right in with the workout thing. However you can fit it in to your your life and the time of day you find it suits you best. For me, it's the morning. So I set myself up for the day. Great. Um, just fit the meditation in. And like, I'm super into the manifesting meditations right now because I think it helps me remember like, what are the important goals I have right now and what the the rest is like, let me take that back. Whatever the rest is, is just like extra and bullshit or like add to a to-do list. It's not a goal. So those have found to really ground me. Like I'm saying, just fit them in when you can. Eventually you'll kind of get into a rhythm with it. I don't work out every day. Honestly, I don't meditate every day, but I will say with the working out sometimes, like even, even I will just be like, okay, it's the end of the day. It's eight 30 at night. I'm still just going to do the 20 minute workout. And I found it to be really, really helpful. Okay. That being said, I have also started to think a lot about how life is like the long game not the short game. And I talk about that all the time and like, why am I just having this deeper realization of it now? But obviously my favorite quote is it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I've always actually related that term just to short term goals, you know, not the big venture. We're not talking the three to five years, but the seven to 15 years. This is really applicable to me in acting. Like I'm always like, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And yet I'm still looking at the sprinty markers of what is a successful career in acting. And the truth is I should be looking at holding the longevity. I've been watching the Olympics a lot too. And like, it's interesting. Sometimes the person who's in the race for it first, right at at the top of the gate will win. But sometimes it's this person in second or third who has, you know, saved their energy for when they need it or has plotted out how their body best handles this ride that actually pulls ahead at the end. And you know, when you're so focused at short term goals, like I have been with the marathon sprint mentality, I'm still burning out really quickly. So instead, like I'm really trying to look at like, what are like the end goals and like, what are my little movements every day to help me get there? And also my every single moment day choices that will make me not burn out before I get there. Um, because like, you know, careers are a long-term thing, whatever it may be for me, it's obviously acting. I talk about all the time, but you know, for other people, like careers are a long time. You don't want to burn out midway even. So focusing on the long-term goals, not just the short-term goals. And like, what are the tiny steps you can make there? So one of the tiny steps I've been working on is kind of like expanding my network. And like I email one person a day, like one person a day that I want to grow my network with. I have heard from somebody who I love and respect that, you know, you should really email three people a day and make one scary phone call to like grow your network. But 
you know, and like, there's no immediate changes that are happening to my career. Like nobody like emailed me back being like, oh my God, Marley, there's this blockbuster film, like call, sound the alarms. Like you're in it. That's not, that's not happening from this one fucking email a day. Like I'm sending one email a day to one person in the future. Potentially I'd like to have a relationship with, and I like their quality or style of work. And maybe down the line, there'll be something right for us. That sounded really romantic and it's, it's not, it's a networking thing. And like, you just have to remember that if you're sending one email a day, five days a week for a whole year, that's like a lot of emails. I can't do the fucking math, but if you were to like take a month and just be like, I'm going to send out a million emails and be really aggressive and rah, 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 that's not going to come off that way that you want it to versus this like consistent relationship building. And this one email a day, like does really just kind of center me to be like, yes, I am moving forward on my goals. Like, yes, I am taking care of my future self and my current self by building my network. Something else I've been doing is I've been working with a timer recently. There are certain tasks that we all have that we just don't want to do. And if I give myself a month to do it, it will take a month. And if I give myself a week to do it, it will take a week. And if I give myself one fucking hour, it will take one fucking hour. And even if I don't completely finish it after one hour, I'm fucking done. So I just set that timer for whatever the true amount of time I believe it will take for me to do it, set it. And I do the thing. I'm, I put my phone on work mode or do not disturb. And I absolutely do not touch it because notifications, text, emails, Instagram, TikTok, whatever will instantly pull it out me out. I'm just not allowed to touch my phone. And I like this one hour out of my whole week, it will take me to get this done. That's it. Call it good. And that's been really helpful for me because if you're giving a half battery mindset to whatever task you're working on, you're going to get a half battery outcome versus this all right, it's only going to take me one hour to do this. I'm allotted one hour. I took maybe one hour off before I'm getting a rest after has been able to allow me to give my full battery to that task so that I feel like the quality of work I'm doing is improving. And also like the focus is blindery because you don't have the phone going off. You've got the timer on, you got the phone on, do not disturb. And you're staying really focused in that time. And it's only for a certain amount of time. And like, you know, it's going to be over and then you can go back to being on Instagram and doing whatever you want. So setting a timer is really, I think helpful to a lot, the amount of time you want to spend on a task you might not want to do. Also, like I said, I've totally picked up multitasking and I don't mean multitasking of doing multiple things. I mean, multitasking and walking around the block, or I bought a little desk for my Peloton and I sit there and like, if I haven't gotten a lot of movement today and like, I know I'm going to be in a meeting or something that I'm going to be sitting for, or, or for me, it's memorizing lines. Like I, you know, really just feels great to be pedaling and a little like multitasking with that multitasking light activity and task timer, situation, gold. All of this, I think in order to take care of the self in a relaxing, calming matter, like we're not talking about making huge, grandiose life changes in short amount of times. We're trying to prevent burnout here is staying consistent. If you want something in life from somebody who can give it to you, email, 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 email. You have to stay consistent. Like I, it, it shocks me the amount of people that like, 
I talk to and they email people once and they're just like, eh, they weren't interested. And I'm like, how many people have emailed you once? And it just kind of floated to the back of your inbox. Like if you want something, you have to stay consistent. Then that relates to fitness. Like that 20 minutes of day is, you know, at the end of the month is X more amount of minutes than if you only did one 60 minute harsh workout versus 20 minutes every single day. Um, you know, you have to ask for help. You know, we've talked about that and be honest to people if you're slightly overwhelmed. Um, I think there is such a culture of like work every day, hustle every day, work so hard, you know, and when you tell people you just like want to take a day off for yourself, like I, I've said that the past month and I've kind of watched people be like, what? Like, I can't do that. And then I'll hear how overwhelmed they are. And I'll say, why don't you just take my favorite uh, term from Amy Park uh, is opposite day, you know, just taking an opposite day and doing whatever you need to do that day. And I'll tell them like, you just need to take an opposite day. And like, I can tell they need it so bad, but like, they're so resistant because it's not what they should be doing. And I'm like, yeah, but then you're doing as I call it now, low battery work and like low battery work's never going to be as good. So like, that's how you have to prevent burnout. And like, I've also noticed now that I'm actually like spacing out my life a little bit more and like trying not to take a million things on at a time, I'll totally relapse again, but I'm working on it that like I bounce back actually really quickly. Like if I take an hour off and then I do an hour of work, that's all I need. Sometimes I need to take a day off. I'll take a day off. But like the more time you take for yourself, the less you will have to take a week off because you're having a mental breakdown because your job's so stressful. Your family's so stressful. Like you haven't worked out and you, you ate like crap and you've fucked up your body or whatever. Like we're trying to prevent that by caring for ourselves along the way, you know? And that being said, uh, you have to keep putting yourself first. Like, for instance, the Super Bowl just happened. This will come out in like a week ahead or whatever. But the Super Bowl happened over the weekend. I did not go to a single Super Bowl event with my friends. There was so much happening in LA. I just couldn't handle it. We did something here on Sunday. I was super excited, very present for this. But like, I couldn't drain my energy battery for that. So like, even if you have to turn down going out, hanging out with friends to like keep yourself from this deep pivoting waves instead just staying in like little rolling waves, do it, you know? Cause sometimes being around people alone can just make you exhausted. Not because like they're energy sucking or whatever, maybe they are though. Just being around a lot of noise and whatever can be exhausting. So you have to kind of like check with yourself, like, is that gonna drain my mental battery? You know, all these ideas of how to be selfish that I've thought of have come from things, honestly, I didn't do for a long time. And honestly, we'll see what sticks. But maybe some of this like resonates with you or some of this you're like, I've done that forever. I don't know what she's saying. That's fine. That's not for you. I hope there's something you got it back on that. But reflecting back to the guests we've had on this past month, um, things I've heard time and time again is no two people are the same. Yet we're kind of all trying to fit in the same box. No two people's fitness goals are the same. No two people's bodies are the same. No two people's mental health is the same. Um, You know, and no two people's personalities are the same. So like you can't fit into any box. And, you know, this relates to mental health and fitness and our bodies and, you know, whatever works for influencer X might not work for you because we're not the same 
But like, I hope you look at influencer X and see something in their lives that you can apply to your lives and make, you know, your own influenced to-do list morning ritual of your name plan. You know, at the end of the day, you just have to listen to yourself. You can't listen to other people's voices. That's what Kenley was talking a lot. Like you have to listen to the voice in your head that, you know, and your gut, like, what is it telling you to do? You know, however, I think that's a tricky thing. I'd love to have somebody on the podcast to talk about. Like sometimes we have voices in our heads and we have feelings in our gut and they're not the same. Um, so I'm pretty 50, 50 on that. I know I have some issues with that and like that I'll have a gut feeling, but I'm battling what's in my head or what I feel like I should be doing. So maybe we'll get into that. So, you know, maybe we'll get into that. Personally, I, yeah, mine of that is pretty whacked out. I feel like all the time I have something that I know I need to do and what's best for me, but for some reason, the chatter that I've made up out of evidence that is not truly there will convince me not to do it. So we're going to find somebody to talk to us about that. Um, But focusing on the self, you know, it seems really Instagrammable, but the truth is it's a very offline by yourself thing. I don't think anybody can photograph or make a reel of what it actually looks like to take care of yourself because it's kind of like up in the clouds and like those Instagram and posts we see of how to self care for the self is not really real. And also it's not one size fits all. So, and also if you have to post your self care ritual to feel like you're self caring for yourself, I'm concerned for you. And I'm also very concerned for you if you're looking at those influencers that have all these rituals and routines and, you know, the be that girl videos. And you're like, I just, I would never have time for that. I'm as equally concerned for you. So like, there's a, another word that's come up a lot this month is balance. There's a balance of like doing the, the trends of self-care and doing what you need. I don't think we need to like quit our every job and every commitment we have ever had in order to take care of ourselves. But like, maybe let's just reduce and let like, on the other hand, let's make sure to self-care for ourselves and still be a person in our communities and have good relationships and have good friends. So what I think taking care of the self is when it really comes down to it is what you can do for yourself in order for you to feel good, to do your best work, to be a good friend and family member. So that will, that's what we're really talking about is really taking care of you so that you can feel fucking fabulous. You can take the Instagram photo. You can make that real about your ritual and not feel like you're faking it in any aspect of your life. So these are just kind of my thoughts and reflections from this month of focusing on the self. I'm super excited to be going into March. We are going into a very, very, very different topic. We're kind of sliding back into the it girl vibe. We're going to be focusing on entertainment and just all like debunking that jazz and how, you know, crazy, but great of an industry it is and how exciting, but also like a lot of work goes into so much of entertainment. So we're headed there for the next month. So guys, please don't forget to rate and subscribe to the show. If you like this content, it's the best way to promote the show. And you know, if you want to like go the extra route, you could definitely share it with a friend. Um, and that's really it guys. We'll see you next week. (laughs) 